0: Listeners, Private Suite magazine issue 11 drops today. Hope you had an excellent mini this day. Be sure to check out the written interview with Star Loma in this issue. And now, the exclusive Private Suite podcast with Star Loma.
1: Welcome to the Private Suite interview series. My name's Indy Advent, and today we're joined by a very special guest. His name is Star Loma. Welcome to the show, my friend. How's it going? Hi there. Hi there. Going great. Going great, Indy. What about you? I'm good, man. We're uh, we're both indulging in some alcoholic beverages tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have some
2: beer. What do you got? And I have some tequila San Martin it was like a gift from my amazing previous flatmate yeah so so cheers cheers like we say in, in England cheers, uh, cheers my friend cheers. absolutely
1: thanks for coming on coming on the show man. thanks a lot we've been trying to to get
2: this together for a long time that <laughs> yeah way. yeah because you know we have to talk uh, there are a lot of lot of kilometers between us so that's to Fight against time zones and everything. Yeah. But we did it. We fucking did we it. We did
1: it. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. So, oh, and we don't we don't necess- we don't condone alcoholic dr- drinking on this show. Of course. But not. we're we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but Cheers kids, for the second be careful time. With, be careful with the with the substances. Yeah. They'll get you. You're not careful. So anyway. So you're, how are you?
2: You're in London, right? Yeah, I'm in London right now. Yeah, and here is uh, midnight and forty three, so it's a.m. Oh, it's late. Yeah, it's late, but you know, it's 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 a good vibe, you know, for the show. Late night. Yeah. Yeah. Vaporwave vibes. Vaporwave vibes, definitely. (laughs) Exactly. And yeah, the the weather is good, and we are pretty chilled tonight. Awesome. Yeah,
1: and it sounds you sound super chill right now. Is it because <laughs> I before we we started the show, we were talking about where you are in your house right now because everybody's sleeping. Yeah, where so, is that?
2: Yes, bathroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bathroom, but it's it's yeah. a good
2: location because it's all in marble, so it's perfect. It's very. This bathroom is very, you know. Yeah. So, it's a good location. It sounded mm-hmm. bad, but at the end, it's a nice location. I have to say. Where
1: are you, in there? Where are you? It has a really nice reverb to it.
2: The <laughs> <Yeah>. bathroom. <laughs> Maybe I, I have to start recording my samples here without yeah. using the, <laughs> the hey, reverb. Hey,
1: there's a new tip, kids. Try out the bathroom. Try out the bathroom. You've got you've got some supplies ready ready with you there. You got some uh some drinks. You got any food or anything? No, no, no. Because I only have a glass of water, a candle
2: because as I told you, there's oh, no yes. light inside. There's no light. <laughs> there's no light and uh <laughs> a vape sick, vape mod, cool fire yeah. four. Cool. Yeah.
1: I can't believe you have a candle in front of you lighting the yeah. whole bathroom. Is it I'm a candle? I'm gonna send you
2: yeah, it's like the you yeah, know the the, the the Yankee candles. I'm gonna make a. <laughs> okay. Can I send the video? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I can, know. I can problem, make a live it, video like if, if it, yeah, let oh me like see. on Discord during the call. Oh yeah. Hey man, this what's up? Here, I yeah. see you. That, oh, no. Hello.
2: Oh, let me. Oh no, I, I can turn the. Yeah. I flip can, oh it. yeah,
1: look. It's a beautiful face, though. Don't get me wrong. Oh, that's a that's pretty. You see.
2: That looks really very, nice, man. This is the vase. This is the marble I was talking before.
1: Nice. Let me, let me take a little screenshot of that so we can post it in the description <laughs> so everybody can see. Yo, get, show that. me the candle. This is the candle. All right. Nice. That's nice. Cool. This is me. I'll even put the call thing in there. There we go. It's amazing. Peace, my friend. Peace. I can't believe you're using a candle. That's the greatest. Okay, so let's let's get into you, my friend. Your your music, your your art. You've been doing that for
2: how long exactly? I think I remember the year. It's like 1998. Oh, 1998. wow. A long time. Yeah, cool. because, you know, I was like 10 years old because I'm an 88 class, you know. Uh, okay.
1: Basically, 87 over here
2: ah oh, so oh same age respect. yeah yeah respect <laughs> a lot of respect yeah and the uh, the best you know the best years 88 87 so bullshit. oh bullshit yeah yeah but all you years know, are good yeah mm, you know so you know the feeling uh, because i think that you had my same feelings when you were like 10 years old maybe you were listening to all that kind of electronic music uh was like 1998, so you a lot of trance music, a lot of house music, dance music, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: I was wondering how to make that kind of sound. So I started making music with PlayStation One.
1: Oh, cool, um, man!
2: Yeah, music. How, you know the music. Was there a PlayStation? Was there One. like a game that you could do it in? It was like, like a, an app? a proper uh, digital audio workstation for the PlayStation One. Holy crap! And Have you, you ever used heard hear- controller? Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, you had it was wow. like um it was a product of magics you know, the the same software out of magics I think. And mm-hmm. you had this CD with all the samples inside, the voices, the the instruments, and basically it was complete because you had a sequencer inside, some mixers, some effects, and a lot of samples, a lot of mm-hmm. samples, more than one thousand samples. It was like amazing for that time
1: dude that's so, so sick, sick man yeah. the, ps1 had a great sound card too right
2: yeah 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 definitely especially the first model they say some audiophiles say that its quality was the best but it was like a normal yeah. duck but it sounded great the mm-hmm. um, the capabilities of the internal synth were nice it had yeah. a lot of polyphony as well Uh you could choose between different sample rates and to filter the samples. It was nice. Wow. You have to try That's that. So sick. Yeah, it was sick. And if you have a PSP, you can also find a copy of that software and you can use it on the PSP. So fuck MPC Live. <laughs> music. Music is the first and there is like Music 2 and Music uh, 2K for the PlayStation 2. Okay. Yeah, that was like the next level.
1: <laughs> incredible
3: yeah so, so i start with started, that one yeah
1: yeah electronic music
2: yeah and before i was recording myself and you know some tracks that i liked when i was like seven or eight years old with my stereo and cassette i was making like a sort of naive music concrete let's say <laughs> okay it was a game man it was nothing serious yeah. but i started like recording my parents my family that's so early
3: yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah. i always had this idea in my mind just to produce sounds and music did you have any brother
1: older siblings or anything
2: no 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 i was like uh, alone yeah yeah
1: you're a you're a true um like what pioneer (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: <Yes>. you know <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, in maybe. your own way it's and amazing. it was like it was strange because in my town huh, it was, it's a small town in Tuscany and no one was producing so basically the only thing that I had were some cassettes some tapes with some music that a friend of my parents was making and every month he sent me a cassette with all the USA billboards so I have like six or seven tracks from the billboard every month so basically i was listening to usa music and uk music it's pretty pretty strange for that time and you're
1: originally from italy right
2: yeah yeah i'm from italy yeah i was born in tuscan and now i'm living mm-hmm. in london because i i am here for for work so i work here in london but i'm italian i i mean I, you can you can hear it from the accent
1: yeah, for sure. You know, it's a sexy, <laughs> sexy accent, my friend. Oh, my. Um, so, you were? was it common in Italy at the time to listen to that type of foreign music? You know, UK music, US music?
2: Yeah, it was common. For, yeah, it was common. But for, you know, for more, for the DJs, because it was not so easy to find tape music and CDs, maybe in my town, because it was a small town. I think it was common sure. in biggest cities, you know. hmm so that's crazy man yeah it seems like two decades ago or more yeah
1: yeah two decades (laughs) so what did you graduate to after you mastered the PS1 music app
2: after that one I had a PC and I bought my first PC when I was like four years old I was sick 14? four not four years old
1: (laughs) you you used your first computer when you were at four yeah yeah okay
2: yeah Okay. And then after that one, um, I started making music with. Uh, I think it was Audacity. It was like a, a um, software very similar to Audacity, and I was taking the samples from some music that I recorded previously on my radio and from my tapes, and I used a um, drum machine called Propeller Head. Not Propeller Head, sorry. It was called Hammerhead. It was like, you know, that that ugly software for Windows 95 with sound inside. That's where I started. I started doing this collage with, uh, you know, basic beats, techno beats, uh, dance, trance, music. uh, Very basic, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. I tried to, basically I was sampling everything because I, I didn't have synthesizer. So I did all sample based.
1: Right, no VSTs at the time, all samples. No, Crazy man. I,
2: I didn't have that,
1: but maybe yeah.
2: there were some VST
1: at the time. I didn't have And this that. would have been nineteen ninety-eight still?
2: This is like uh was like nineteen ninety-eight, nineteen ninety-nine, uh I was using PS1 and PC. So maybe yeah. I s um I think I've downloaded the first edition of Fruity Loops maybe in two thousand one. Dude, that That is the
1: coolest shit. I'd love to see a video of someone making a a song like that. It's a mess. Just for fun. Yeah, Yeah. it's a
2: mess because it's, you know, it's very
1: tricky. (laughs) It's very tricky. So wait, how did you get the music off the PS1 with the memory card and put it on your PC?
2: Uh, Basically, what I did was like this. I did the the tracks and uh, I didn't have an audio card in my PC at that time. To record, oh, okay. I mean. So basically, right. what I did, uh, I I connected the PS one um, to a stereo cassette recorder, and basically, I was transmitting the the video to the television. You know, with this, the 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 card, the yellow cable to the television, and the red and white cable to the to the stereo, and I was recording the audio. Yeah, the composite. Yeah. And so it, it was a mess. Yeah, my room was like the, the television, the PlayStation, the stereo, a bunch of cables.
1: That was so cool, man. That was the coolest shit of my life. So,
2: so lo-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Used to mess around with that kind of things as well or not? You like to produce music or, or you were only no, playing?
1: I didn't. <laughs> no, I was more of a, like an instrument person like i played guitar mm. drums uh trumpet bass oh uh, trumpet s- is amazing yeah i love trumpet um what and you used to singing play? is my oh. main thing
2: me as well i studied 10 years singing
1: holy <laughs> shit i've not not studied anything just uh, like self-taught
2: ah oh, okay okay but are you singing in a group yeah that's incredible what was it
1: yeah well i've had bands i always had bands uh play performing live is my main that's the main thing i like to do um and usually bands need a singer so yeah it's pretty easy
2: yeah 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 and you seem cool in this photo that i can see in discord There, uh, you seem a great yeah
1: <laughs> i need to change that actually i haven't been on stage for almost two years now it's really sad but actually i'll be on stage Mm -hmm. for something very special at the have you heard of the Essential Future Funk Festival in Toronto coming
2: up? Ah yeah, I've heard something on the social media
1: Yeah, yeah. so um, I'll Uh luckily be able to sing a little bit at that show so I'm very excited but yeah, I'm working on a solo album where I'm singing a whole lot and I don't know
0: the magazine keeps
1: me busy I guess so I'll get back out there soon but no, no, like digital, like DAW stuff, no VSTs. I didn't touch that until I was in film school and I was about 2006, 2007. And I was, you know, 22
2: 20. or something. Oh, yeah. So you were aware of what you were doing? Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know
1: yeah, on my yeah. way around. But yeah, I respect that so much using like a PS1. It's so, <laughs> it's so vaporwave. <laughs> yeah. You're 10 years old.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It it's something incredible. Yeah.
1: You're bo- you were born to make vaporwave, you could say. <laughs> maybe
3: yes.
1: Yeah. Maybe yes. So, maybe, yeah. so you had this audacity. Wait, okay, yo, let's it's twenty minutes into the show. Let's play one of your songs. I want people this to hear what it is you sound like. I don't oh, know how perfect. many people listening to the show know your music, so let's give them a chance to hear it. Perfect. Uh, what song do you want to play? One you like most. Tell me. Um a sketch of a real world,
2: maybe? So- Go for it, man. Go for it.
3: Things excite you.
1: I love your music, yo.
2: Thanks, man. Thanks.
1: Appreciate it. It's so ethereal.
2: Uh, why do know, you you what do you feel when you when you listen to that?
1: I feel like I'm floating through a space or like I'm driving in like a cyberpunk world down like mm-hmm. a crazy dystopian highway, sort of. Wow. It's really powerful, man. It, f- it fucks me up. <laughs> I can't wait to hear um, what you have in store for new music. Anyway, so this song was from your record, self-titled record, Star Loma. Yeah. Came out actually a few years ago in 2006.
2: 2015. Oh, geez. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15. Five
1: years ago. Yeah, you're sort of an OG. Like you were with, you did... so, correct me if I'm wrong. Things with vape council and early quadratox, If I'm not yeah, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Quadrato. Yeah, we say quadrato x because in Italian is quadrato, quadrato x. But it sounds Quadrato cool. x. Okay. Quadrato x, x, but it's that. quadratoxes Sounds more. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it was the time when you know, for us, uh, it was like the explosion of the vapor wave scene because we were in the vape council. Uh, and basically everyone was, was there. Everyone. There was mm-hmm. like Vaperrol, There was all the earlier stuff, the first era, you know, and we made all this big compilation all, all together. It was something like 100 tracks
1: do Not from Vaporwave Essentials, right? Vaporwave that was Essentials. just on Vape Council?
2: The Vape Council was like, um, it was like a secret Facebook group yeah and uh, there was a compilation uh, that basically was made by all the artists that were in the council this group and i was on the vaporwave essential after the the release of my album in 2015 and tell me if i'm wrong because now i was like in two or three essentials of the vaporwave so i don't remember exactly the the year But it was like Mm -hmm. a good time, yes. I I was producing, I was like in contact with all the Italian crew. There was like Quadrato X, uh, X, Quadratox, Electric Dreams, uh, Alpha Centauri. There was also um, Android Apartment, uh, Cape Coral, and Combo Receller. Wow. And also um, Bloodwave. There was in the group, he was in the group as well. Oh, wow. An Oculus Drift, yeah. And yeah. we were a lot. We were like nine artists and we made like this uh, this collective, uh, this Italian collective called the Vaporwave Nights. So basically okay. we, we produce Vaporwave all together. And cool. Yeah, it was an amazing time. Yes, it was 2015. Yeah.
1: Oh my God, I forgot about this. The, the Elemental 95 put out the the release for the vape council volume one
2: yeah that's yeah, what it yeah. was and i was there
1: yeah dude i forgot about this i have it downloaded somewhere yeah it? anyway it, it was like a, comp- a big
2: compilation yeah
1: like night tempos on there christ incredible seven hours <laughs>
3: yes yes
1: long <laughs> <laughs> fucking i'm gonna link that for sure in the description yeah. everybody check that out yeah that's some OG stuff. When did that come out to? twenty?
2: I think 2015 or 2016, maybe. Yeah. And I was there as Star Loma and also with another alias that I have is Windjammer95. Dude, I'm pretty sure I know that. Really?
1: When's the last time you put something out? I think
2: one year no, ago. No, maybe. One year ago.
1: Windjammers? Oh, wait. What? Is that Wind. a game? Yeah.
2: <laughs> you nailed it, man.
1: Right. Oh my god, that game, dude. Oh yeah, I. The, that's that's such a good game. The, the soundtrack to that game is phenomenal. It's
2: amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on that account, I also have some remixes of the of that soundtrack. It's fucking super cool. Super nice. So ha- is,
1: is there anywhere where I can go to hear your music as Windjammers
2: ninety uh, five? I think that there is like um, the SoundCloud is the um, is the social with. Mm. With most of the music of Richard he it was like a side okay. project uh, because I used to produce, you know, like random oh, things. Yeah, sweet. And there was like a song that was published by Luigi Donatello back in the days. It was a remix of, uh, of a old track, and uh, I produced also with that. alias. Uh, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. now I'm I'm a bit stuck with that, that alias because I'm focusing more on. On Starloma, as you can see, I made a collaboration with Luigi while. Oh,
1: that's the next thing I wanted to talk about on um, Tomorrow Entertainment.
2: Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great label. It's an amazing label, like, amazing label, and uh, they are publishing very good music. Not, I'm not talking about myself. <laughs> I'm talking, <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the the other release and. The posting is amazing. The, the content is is good. The graphic is good. So I really hope that it goes on in the in the scene because it will definitely deserve this, some some success. Hmm. Shouts
1: yeah. out to Tomorrow Entertainment. Yeah. Such good music on there. Uh, oh, I just found a guy called Windows eighty three. Windows eighty three. That's cool, man. Never heard of that. Windows eighty three. Yeah, I'm going to check this shit out on Tomorrow Entertainment yeah. Records. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people grab this shit too. I bet it's good. I can't listen to it right now, but check it
2: out, everybody. Yeah, Windows 9. There are a lot of mm, artists named Windows 95, yeah. 98. It's a great OS. It's so it's so great. So, respect for all the Windows. Yeah, screw Mac. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nobody likes Mac and Vaporwave. No. Not true. Maybe. So let's go back to the albums a little bit. We played a song, "Sketch of the o- of the Real World," yeah, from your self titled, yeah, 2015. Yes. Well, um, how did you? What inspired you to to make that record? Um, maybe I guess we'll have to back up a little bit and go into how you discovered vaporwave after you mm-hmm. were using. I guess we have a lot of years to cover, actually. So what happened? Uh, after yeah, yeah. Audacity.
2: Yeah, after Audacity, it was like the the coming of FL Studio. Actually, FL Studio. Okay. Yeah, and I stuck with FL Studio. I think from 2002, maybe 2003. I don't remember 2001. It was like post 2K, and I stuck with that program uh, till now. And yeah, after after Audacity, I downloaded FL Studio, and I stuck with that because. Um, in my opinion, was really good. Is I feel it definitely it, at the it, time it, for sure. Yeah, yeah, Even, yeah.
1: Well, definitely now too.
2: It was like very. It was free, and uh, it had it had everything inside. It was useful for the for making music. You know, I stuck with that, and I'm still using it. And now I'm using Ableton as well. But the biggest part of my tracks are made with the FL Studio. I also use like some hardware gear, but we can talk about that later. It's not an important uh, thing now. Okay. Yeah. We'll get to
1: it. <laughs> yes. So yeah, what what other kinds of music did you make while you're using FL Studio? Was it still electronic? And what were you listening to that was like in, influencing you? Uh,
2: okay. Um, when I'm, I started making like a uh, trance music and... Dance music, you know, the um, Italo dance music. I don't know if you ever heard about that. Like Gabri, sure Ponte, dig Gabri Ponte, Gigi Tagostino, so things like that. You know, okay. dance music. Well, link exactly. me up, yo. Yeah, I'm going to link After that the up. Show. Yeah, of course. And I just was experimenting with, you know, the sounds and the drum kits. and, mm-hmm at that time i was listening to a lot of jazz music and i didn't i i think that i didn't had a great passion for rock music and uh, electronic music in general but i was listening to a lot of jazz music and i started producing like electronic music because i wanted to replicate some kind of dance vibe and Disco vibes that I was listening. Yeah. So it was like a a strange beginning because I wasn't, you know, an hardcore listener of electronic music. So it comes out naturally during the time. Right. Yeah. And how did
1: you learn how to use Fruity Loops? Uh, Totally alone, man. Totally
2: alone. (laughs) Yeah. Totally alone.
1: Because there weren't many, like YouTube, What YouTube wasn't even around really.
2: I didn't have internet. at that time, <laughs> insane man, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, I had a lot of free time. You know, when you are like young, very young, you have a lot of time. So basically, mm-hmm. uh, I was playing video games like every, every kid. I mean, and I was also. We'll, we'll get was, into the games in a little bit. I yeah, talk about oh, that too. That's perfect. And I also passed a lot of time, a lot of time on FL Studio, and I now I, I know how to use it really well because I passed a lot of time on that problem, because if you don't have a guide, uh, you have to you know ex- experiment everything in in the software. So basically, it was like uh, continuous trying to use all the buttons on the you know the interface, all the functions. And then I realized after a long time how to properly use that. But it was like a long process because I didn't have any guide. I didn't have any, Videos or tutorial to follow. So,
1: yeah, it was it's like drums are so hard if you not if you're not taught how yeah. to use them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you definitely Digital understand drums. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, mm, yeah, it's like a continuous try and fail, try and fail, <laughs> try and fail.
1: You ever share uh, your friends and your parents and stuff, get some feedback?
2: Yeah, but they always told me that. Told me this music really sucks, (laughs) (laughs) and maybe they were right because it was like totally shit, no? Yeah. And but it was like. Oh my god, my early music is horrible. Yeah, it's the common feeling, you know, when you when you heard your first tracks and you say, "Dude, this this thing is the real shit in a bad way." It makes it makes (laughs) me want to puke. Like my
1: voice, I have I have videos of me singing. I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> grade 10 yeah. shit so fucking bad but yeah. it's amazing yeah it makes yeah, me yeah crack up
2: a lot of fun a lot of fun you know bad bad sounds bad lyrics bad, bad progressions but sounds sounds great sounds fun
1: <laughs> it's real shit
2: real shit <laughs> in a bad real way Real
1: shit yeah
2: raw raw lo-fi like
1: we say now lo-fi mm. Lo-fi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bad quality. Bad quality. So, okay. So, trance music and then vaporwave. Yeah, it feels weird, no? How did you?
2: How did you make the jump?
0: Uh, it,
2: it was like this. Sounds really weird, India. Because actually, I was not listening to vaporwave, so I didn't know that such genre was existing. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty strange, but it's it's a nice story because I had a dream one day and uh, I dreamed my town and my town looked like in the 70s, in the 80s. And basically uh, a man that was in my town told me that capitalism had failed. So basically Mm -hmm. the the city was living with with the things that were left from the 70s and the 80s. So I was going around, and everyone was using old technology, and they were dressed like in a, in a weird way, a mix between eighties and sixties clothes, clothes, from Italy. Okay. And so I, I can make like some kind of music that it's make like like the music that I listen in that dream, because also the music was made that I was listening in the dream was made of different samples from old songs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. How the,
1: yeah. how the frick do you, first of all, remember a dream like
2: that so vividly? Uh, well, because I, I usually remember a lot of dreams that I, that, I, that I have in the night. Some of them are like very particular, you know, they, are, they have some information for me that maybe I have to use for something. Mm -hmm. in my life and in that case I think revealing something to you yeah but um, it's not in a mystical way you know it's like um some kind of some messages that comes from my subconscious I think like maybe Uh, something you've been neglecting maybe or maybe something that um, is stuck in my mind but I'm not realizing it in real life okay but for example in this case I saw like a a dystopic a scenario of my town. So it was weird because I, ho- I also see some people that were growing al- around this town, and they were my friends. So maybe I remember that also because I remember I recognize a lot of people in that dream. And uh, yeah, so basically I I remember that dream, and I, I was start thinking what a music from a scenario like that sound will sound like. So I start okay. making like I call it rural wave. <laughs> nice. R- rural wave, yeah. And I make yes. like this college of the of old Italian tracks slowed down and cut it and rearranged. And I published them on Windjammer ninety-five at the beginning, because I started with that alias at the beginning. Yeah. So there were like remixes of Maurizio Costanzo show that was a really popular show in Italy during the nineties and eighties, some disco music from the eighties in Italian and
1: Are was, these are these songs that you first made still on the Windjammer ninety five SoundCloud?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, of okay. course. You can find Yeah, Rural
1: it. Wave. Okay, to prezzo e ok. Yeah, okay. I'm butchering that. Yeah.
2: Okay, the next. price is right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a nice. TV show. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Everybody check this out. Yeah. Soundcloud.com slash Windjammer 95.
2: Yeah. And
1: amazing. I'm going to run through all of this stuff after the show. It's beautiful, man. Your Your, your artwork, your selections. And it's crazy you didn't know you were making vaporwave yeah it's it's so crazy
2: yeah and basically what um, i i knew vaporwave like after three or five or six months after after those tracks Mm -hmm. and i say what the fuck basically that vaporwave was the american uh rural wave because in my mind the rural wave was a form of italian vaporwave yeah I say, what the fuck! I'm actually making a, a genre that I'm yeah. that I'm not knowing. <laughs> so I start the conversion, you know, from um, this kind of idea that I have to vapor Right. Yeah. I think that you can hear it if you hear the tracks on the sound. Clock. There is like mm-hmm. a slight, mm, slight passage. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna
1: go through. I'm gonna go through it like backwards <laughs> from the beginning, <laughs>
2: yeah. all the way. Yeah. Mark my words, and so it's it. Will, goes like that, but it went like that. So from a dream to a, a production of this kind of sound college, incredible. So how do you?
1: That my, this was my second question. Uh, on I was on Reddit. I don't know what subreddit. I think it was maybe listen to this, but it was something that got like one upvote. I don't know what subreddit it was, but I got no upvotes. And it was this person and they said, <clears throat> this song was, I, I made this song based on a friend's dream. Oh. And I guess so this person heard this song in their dream. It's like there's a whistle. The main uh-huh. part of the melody in the song is whistling. And I fucking love this song. I hear it all the time. It's called Raindrops. Maybe I'll post it here. I'll write a thing down, down about this. Yeah. Rain I'm going to check it out. Song. Uh, I read it. And... I was like, how the heck does this guy remember a song and hear a song? Like, maybe I just don't dream very well. But that, like, I'll never forget that. Just reading that and I'll always have this song and that story, sort of. So uh-huh. I'm just in in awe again. It's like, wow, it's it's not just that one guy. People can do this
2: <laughs> here and there. So but, that's so cool. Yeah. A lot of people are trying to use, like, dreaming out-of-body experience, you know, uh, uh lucid dreaming to to have some inspiration for the it's really difficult if you work on it a lot, it can definitely give you some because it's not something you can just write
1: down like yeah, yeah Maybe yeah. you could write the notes down, but the sound and everything like you can write down your ideas, your dreams, but not the things <laughs> you heard, so that's yeah. just so incredible. It's the coolest. Imagine lucid dreaming. So in like making songs in your dreams in a lucid style that would be fucking that's like that's what we're 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 looking for yeah in life right there if you've achieved true mindfulness
2: have you ever had a lucid
3: dream
1: yeah a few times uh i used to watch this film a lot called second life you ever heard of that no not at all it's a movie oh second life no 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 waking life
2: Ah, uh, yeah, it is the one that is like a cartoon.
1: Yeah, it's uh, rotoscoped. Yeah, it's so amazing. They got, a, yeah. they got different artists to rotoscope over the footage for each scene or maybe each interview. I don't know. This film is very neat. It's like a character's journey through his discovery of philosophy and trying to like lucid dream. It's very trippy. There's some famous actors in it, ones I didn't know like until after. And I was like, holy shit, they're in that. Um, Some famous philosophers as well. One of my favorites. um, He's a Nietzsche scholar. What is his name? Not one of my absolute favorites, but I learned a lot about Nietzsche from him, who's my favorite philosopher. What is his name? Anyway, that was a a long, long tangent. (laughs) Um, Back to discovering music and dreams. It's very cool, man. I think I've watched that
2: movie like two or three times. Nice. It's one of my favorite movies, to be honest. You know, I, I always, really, Yeah, it's mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. It
1: helps you expand your mind sort of without without drugs.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, I consider it like one of the mind-blowing films that every person that loves this kind of vibe watch, like Vanilla Sky as well, mm. Lost in Translation. Uh, yeah uh, yeah and you know this mm, eternal sunshine of a spotless mind that gives you like that kind sure. of vibe mm-hmm. it's like a little bit creepy yeah but in a good way you know a good <laughs> yeah. way in a good way that makes you think a lot about the what life is what dream are i like mm-hmm. that kind of vibe you know
1: mm-hmm. very cognitive yeah
2: filmmaking yeah,
1: you ever seen the film um, Inland Empire? No, I missed that
2: one. I missed that one.
1: First of all, Waking Life. Everybody check that film out. It's by Richard Linklater. He did that film. It was like boy or something. Uh, it was about. It was filmed over like eighteen years of a kid's life growing. Ah, up.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It goes from the what born
2: with the real actors. And they are getting hold yeah. during the movie. I don't remember the name. It's boy, boyhood, boyhood, boyhood. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm.
1: boyhood. Uh, Days and confused. He also did, ah. <laughs> and um, the before sunset, sunrise, and midnight trilogy, which are some phenomenal films as well. So he's, yeah, he's great. But yeah, the film Inland Empire by David Lynch. Definitely watch that film, dude. If you want to like Inland Empire, yeah, like or I'll write it down so I can send it to you or I'll just send you a message.
2: It's from David Lynch. Yes, David Lynch. Yeah. I love Twin Peaks. It really tripped me out, man. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's so unique. I mean, it have like something special. He's having yeah. something special.
1: Yeah, just the way he captures moments and um, challenges you to think.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. A
1: in lot. a way. It's not an easy film to watch.
2: (laughs) But I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch
1: it. Very interesting. The story is just so meta and like, yeah, yeah, a little creepy.
2: It's like disconnected and like mm, dreamy, like old Lynch movies or it's how, how does it sound? What is it all about? Definitely, definitely dreamy.
1: It's sort of about um, actors auditioning and then playing the part in a film but it's the most interesting take you could ever possibly come up with on what goes through the minds of the people that are doing that thing that sort of thing all together and how how the lines when you're playing when you're method acting how the lines between the script and the real character people but we're watching a film so it's a character still sort of blend together it's very very interesting it it sort of makes you think about the different um like people you can become sort of as as one mind it's 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 i can't explain it
2: Ah! wow wow it's so good i'm gonna check it out
1: little bit long too i think it's three hours long yeah yeah
2: like lynch standard yeah at least two hours and 30 minutes every time yeah blue velvet
1: <laughs> yeah blue velvet there you go like two hours and more yeah that's a great film too yeah good films oh man movie, that, i haven't talked yeah. about lynch in a long time
2: maybe yeah. i'll watch that tonight do you know that he's like Is practicing transcendental, sorry for my pronunciation, but it's a transcendental meditation, the TM. I've heard of it. It's like sponsoring this kind of meditation a lot and it says that it's like perfect for children, perfect for people, and it's really involved in in that kind of meditation.
1: It's a mantra, silent mantra meditation.
2: Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, you have like a mantra and you meditate on that one. It gives you like a um, sort of trash and dance from your body and from your toff. But he's practicing since like the beginning, I think, since the 80s. Maybe that gives him like that kind of inspiration. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of into meditation, more like mindfulness. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't have the time. That's
2: nice. Disciplined enough <laughs> yes. to meditate. It's really useful, huh? It's really useful. It makes you more focused and more present. More, you know, aware of... Appreciative. Yeah. Also aware of what you have around you in every, in every way. Uh, yeah. The people, your job, your... And other things that I don't think that I can explain properly in English, but <laughs> let's assume that. Okay. <laughs> That's so uh, it's very useful.
1: If anybody if anybody meditates, you yeah. hit us up on Twitter and like let us know what, what you think is best form of meditation, meditation and all that. So many different kinds and so many different ways to do it. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm always interested in that.
2: Yeah. Meditation, yoga or uh, shamanic practices, they're very attractive. Very, very attractive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: and not in like a like an unscientific sort of spiritual like chakras way. I don't know if you're into that. Um, not not myself really, but it's it's like the results. No, however you approach it, are definitely um, like noticeable.
2: Yeah. What well, are you talking about? The chakras, the of the body. Yeah, like things like. I, I I mean it's like mm, I've read something about that, you know, some books. But I maybe it's too far from from my inner self. I don't know why, but it seems like a method to me. But some people yeah. are are finding are feeling them. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, mm-hmm. they can feel something from the chakras, and they feel like a connection. But I'm not really into into that kind of practice. Also connected with Ayurveda and Yeah. Chinese medicine, you know, the meridians, the point of pressures, they are all connected, but they're very complicated. So you need to study them And I think that it's not my type of my type of, you know, meditation or practice. Yeah. Of practice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: What I just find interesting about it all is, like, ASMR, that that works for me like crazy. Yeah. Even listening to your voice, I get, like, ASMR chills. Wow. Like, not, <laughs> not, not kidding. Maybe it's because you're whispering. But, um... Yeah, like this. Because that's, like, how they do it, right? Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm melting. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> But that could, like, the chakras thing, like, I feel this weird thing in my, like, shoulders, my stomach, my brain, like, all over my back when mm-hmm. I get that ASMR shit. Yeah. So, like, those are, like, my chakras maybe.
2: Like, like the know. shivers, you feel like the cold, the, the electricity in the body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly right. Yeah.
2: Vibrations, sort of. Yeah. You know what we um, what we have to try? I said we have because I didn't try it yet. It's called holotropic breathing. Ooh, <laughs> it sounds sounds cool. Huh? It yeah, sounds well, breathing
1: breathing is like yeah. way underestimated. Yeah,
2: and basically this it's method, breathing. yeah, it's like um um a super breathing, you know. It's basically like um an hyperventilation technique. And I think it's very similar to the win off method. It is a method that involves like uh, cold showers and coldness and breathing. And they are very connected. And it seems that gives you like transcendence feelings, transcendental feelings. Yeah. And it's very new. The I think it's like ten years old, not older.
1: Do you think so? Or is this just the new version of it?
2: No, I think that is like um of course, it's like a, a breathing that stuff technique. That goes back. Yeah, of course, really of course. It, it's inspired by something that already exists, like from yoga. You know the. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. But this is like seen in a in a different way because the sessions are very short. You know, for the for mm. the westerns. You know, for. The, <laughs> for
1: yeah, yeah for uh, we need our stimulation and distractions yeah. So
2: basically, it's like a new, <laughs> new kind of breathing. So check it out. I'm gonna check it out soon.
1: I don't know what if was that called again? Not transcendental meditation. No, the no,
2: it's one? like holotropic breathing. Holotropic. It's this fancy name, <laughs> really fancy name. I'm looking it up. It's like on YouTube, you can find a lot of videos on
1: holotropic breath work. Okay, breath work. Yeah. Check
2: it out. Yeah.
1: Thank you for teaching me all these cool things. You know, I just love to... Hopefully our audience isn't too bored. They're like, give
2: us vaporwave stuff, guys. Come on. We'll get to the vaporwave. Yeah, let's talk about the stuff now. Everyone is waiting for the vaporwave. No one cares about, (laughs) you know, meditation and shit like that. Yeah. But it's a great inspiration for the vaporwave. You know, this kind of strange stuff, uh, meditation stuff. For me, it's like a great inspiration.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, your music is very ethereal, like I said. Yeah. Um, looking at your album covers, like like uh, first just Starloma, self titled,
3: mm-hmm. it's a
1: creepy. I keep saying creepy today. I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's, yeah a it's a
1: spooky it. sky with like on an ocean or lake, maybe all black and white, mm-hmm. with a mannequin, a portion of a mannequin, like the torso on the beach sure yeah and it's all very
2: ominous and uh it matches the music quite well yeah this was the work of a designer that works in spain i don't remember his name actually because it was a friend of a friend of mine but yeah it's it's, it pairs well with the track and uh, i wanted something that was like ethereal and a bit creepy and uh, i have to say that a lot of a lot of people that listen to my album, they say that they have this creepy vibe. It's not like they feel they're like the, their mind is tickling. And yeah. they feel like weird. But I don't know why, because when when I produced the tracks, my feeling was like um, I was producing the tracks with a chilled, you know, vibe. And I like the weird progression. I liked weird sounds. I like weird noises. And maybe uh it's a, a sonic things that makes mm. the, the the tracks creepy because if you listen if you listen to the progressions they're quite major you know they have that major yeah. vibes at the end yeah and uh yeah the it's still is, like yeah. melodic in a way yeah. yeah yeah it's a bit melodic yeah to be honest it's not you know like uh it's not they're not beats they're not based on drums and, you know, bass. They're more like melodic. That's what I'm, mm-hmm. I wanted to put in the tracks. I don't know if the, the people are feeling that hearing the, hearing the tracks because I think that every person that listens to a tracks sees that in a, in a different way from what the artist was thinking about. Right. I don't know if I expressed this in, in a good way,
1: but... Definitely, man. Okay. I want to listen to one of your songs again now. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, go for it, man.
1: Which let's you pick one this time. What do you think you want people to hear?
2: Uh, I think that
1: the, the first one, The Shining Sun. Shining Sun, okay. Let me set my thingy up here and I'll put it yeah, on. Yeah, right let's go. how you sort of change up the rhythm yeah, and like the tempo, I don't know what it is, at several points during the song. Even at the very beginning with, there's no um, percussion and no beat, just that like bell piano kind of sound. yeah. And then you start to get into the rhythm of it and you're like, okay, you're starting to nod your head. And then the timing of the way the drums come in changes up the way you're nodding your head into like a way that makes you recognize and feel the beat like way more than you normally would. I f- like f- I think it's fucking radical, dude.
2: I'm I'm so happy I'm finding this like radical, radical, <laughs> radical. <laughs> That's what I say, yeah. Uh... Yeah, it was a lot of work because it was like the the track that I've worked the most on because it oh, was yeah. quite complex. You know, the bells, the the choir, and all the effects and i wanted to make like a a syncope you say syncope in english syncopated rhythm no yeah i wanted like to um that it sounded a uh, um, syncopated so i started yeah. working on the on the bells on the, on the beats separately and is it working now yeah it's working yeah okay no because it i saw like a strange message on my phone maybe it's yeah okay it's going on and yeah, that's it. And a lot of people can hear a lot of 80, ish sound in, in this track that I I didn't hear at the beginning when I was producing the track. Do you think do you hear the, the 80s as well in the in the tracks or not?
1: Not always. It depends on the on the track, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um not not so much, actually. Like my version of the 80s isn't very electronic at all okay so it's more rock. it's more like it's more yeah like woodstock
2: Ah, nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like uh a lot of reggae ah, and okay.
2: just rock okay so more acoustic music more life. yeah yeah and well, yeah. i read you so basically a lot of people feels a lot of 80 vibes i don't know why but it's okay mm-hmm. it's like a, a subconscious message maybe that i sent to the people <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm so yeah, that, to me that. it's more futuristic
2: oh, okay yeah and a lot of people told me that they feel like a space vibe an alien vibe definitely space yeah 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 you see the, like exploring the cosmos yeah that is interesting because i wasn't thinking about that i was thinking more to um a sunset no or a dawn mm. wow and a very archaic you know um, sunset, maybe I have this, this vibe, I taught him that was like the, the mannequin of Starloma that was like looking at, uh, this prehistoric sunset, but yeah, it's interesting on how That's the people, beautiful. yeah, it's interesting how the people, uh, how do people feel about the tracks because it's like, uh, they have different, f- very different on yeah. the same track. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah and yeah that, what, that was what the about, first track yeah first uh, track. just
1: what about the yeah the, fir- the first track yeah, yeah it was you're saying it was the hardest one what about the album art though like how did you come up with the theme for that and have it match your record
2: <laughs> basically it was like a, a fruit of a call with this artist and I'll give you the name because now I Five years has passed, so I don't remember. Ah, no, now I remember it's Vincenzo Angileri. Vincenzo Angileri. Nice. And he's a gra- graphic uh, designer and he's working in Spain in some magazines that are very similar to Private Suite magazine. So oh, um, I'll have to uh, message him. Yeah, 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 definitely. And he's working for <laughs> these magazines and he's a very nice and good artist. Basically, we talk about the vibe of the album, and I say uh, that I created this track as a um, sort of meditation mm-hmm. because the name Starloma, vibe of the tracks are connected to the name of the of the album Starloma, and this album was made by me and it was like intended as a sort of meditation. Yeah, and listening to Starloma tracks. Was like a form of meditation. And so I wanted that the people that were watching the album could recognize something that was like monolithic, you know, uh, ethereal, creepy, and calm at the same time. So I, I called Vincenzo and I said, Vincenzo, I want, uh, I want something that is, feels unique. But no, no, it's definitely not, unique. Oh, my God. Not, not futuristic. You know, something that is feel, that feels unique and, and, you know, like different.
1: I do get a more of an 80s vibe from the album art, thinking about ah, it now. You see. Future I, 80s, I, like an alternate universe 80s. Yeah,
2: like a dystopian. Yeah, it can work, yeah. I had like, the idea was a bit like this because it was like... Um, An evolution of the the rural wave idea that I had, you know, but it was intended more of a meditation, but with a, yes, with a native vibes, with a um, nostalgic vibe. So we talk about that a lot. And if you see, there is a a concept on the album, because there is, if you read the the track list, the first one is uh, like an enlightenment moment, The Shining Sun. When the sun starts shining in the morning and you start leaving this starloma starloma was intended as a, like a sort of uh, realization of reality no okay as yeah. i was that was one of my questions actually was the uh-huh. name uh, you know that this kind of this name is like uh, i was on i was on the in my hometown and my hometown basically is on the sea so uh Every time, every day, I used to, after lunch, I go on the beach and staring at the the sea, you know, relaxing and chill a bit. And one day was like 2015. So it was like a nice year of my life. I was like finishing my university and uh, there were like a lot of of things going on. I met my, my girlfriend and I was calm and very happy and while I was watching the sea, like this, this word starts mm, appearing in my mind. Yeah. And I say, What is Star loma So it's like a moment of uh, realization, you know, a moment of uh, self consciousness, awareness. And so I decided to take this word that I heard on the beach as my alias. It's and, an amazing uh, word, it's fucking
1: so beautiful. One of the most beautiful names I've seen in Vaporwave and music in general. Like it makes me think about so much, especially after talking to you about it. I hope a lot of people hear this episode and check out your music and feel this. And what's great too is the SEO, sorry to break out of the, the meditative state we were in there, but nobody's ever really said that word before on the internet. Starloma, Starloma, yeah,
2: and that's weird because maybe you know when you when you maybe have a dream like we were talking before, or maybe when you have an idea, it comes from something that you have in your mind ninety nine percent. But this time, Mm. I tried to search on the internet for Starloma, and it's not a word that exists in any language. So that's weird. (laughs) It's like, it's really. I thought so too. Yeah, I, I, there are some um, Facebook profiles that are called Star Loma in the Asian world, maybe in Philippines, in Vietnam. But the word in itself has no meaning. It doesn't mm. exist in any language. And it happened to me another time with another word. Uh, yeah, that, which? That, that was Shin, Kaisen. Shin yeah, Kaizen. Shin Kaizen. sounds
1: Chinese for sure.
2: It's Japanese uh, and it actually means to keep, uh, getting better every day that's weird okay. so basically it happens to me sometimes to maybe have this kind of ideas that pops out in my mind and star loma was like a word that pops out in my mind mm-hmm. and uh yeah i with this album i wanted to give like this kind of this feeling of uh, awareness that i had in that moment and yeah that's it yeah basically <sighs> that's and amazing. Uh, if you notice the track star like a representation of this kind of awakening uh, yeah present future and, and past like i don't know if you notice uh, that in each tracks there is like a um, connection to the time mm. for example suddenly i wanted to express a bit uh, the sense of uh, the sense of the feeling of how do you say I don't, I don't remember when when you are sad about the past but in a good way Nostalgia. I no. am uh, melancholy. Area. Melancholy, yeah. When suddenly a thing pops out in your mind and you, you think about it. Yeah. Sketch of a Real World was like a vision of the future. And the other tracks, the first mm-hmm. one is the moment of awareness. And um, past and future is like uh, the moment that blends past and the future. Mm-hmm. It was like connected to a chronicle awareness of, of the life. That was I was intending. Yeah, and what about
1: memories from distant, distant frequencies? Yeah, there was.
2: (laughs) You know that that, the track was played on L T S. It's like a radio here in London. And was the um, in the program of David Russo? Oh, uh, awesome! Hong Kong H K E Hong Kong, and yeah, uh, it's it. That was like um, I asked like for a um, for. Some explanation of the of the, the track to my English flatmate because I wanted to express like a feeling for a for nostalgia of a past that we never lived, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe a different timeline, a different reality, and so it was a memory from a di- from distant frequencies, from distant frequencies of another you. Yeah. Um, wow. Have you heard that the have like some weird feelings, you know, a weird, uh, weird vibe. I don't know if recalls you like uh, some kind of past that you never lived. <laughs> I don't know if recalls you that. I,
1: I, mean, <laughs> I feel like yes, but I can't come up with anything. Just the gen- I think it's more like romantic for me, romanticizing the things that I've. See that remind me of my past, oh, maybe. Yeah,
2: yeah, makes sense. You know, it's like yeah,
1: yeah. those things that are f- fleeting and we we can't get back. Like the way <laughs> yes. the way um cat corpse noon at, at eleven makes you feel when you really get deep into the thought of how much the world changed after nine eleven. Like when those mm. nude cat those n- <laughs> newscasts just suddenly ended. Right, uh, makes sense. Make a lot of sense. cut over. Yeah to the emergency situation thing. Mm -hmm.
2: So basically you're connecting this to the feeling of transition as well. Ooh, I like that. Transition from like the two moments of your,
1: maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm
2: just asking.
1: No, no, I, I, that's, that's a great way of putting it.
2: It's like, um,
1: you're trying to come up with your own universe to keep living in that world. Sort of like your own version of it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah with, it's weird with it's very, the, yeah you know the, just the, with like mm-hmm. your your experiences rolled into the whole like consumerist media culture that you see on TV and like the rep- repetitive like media weather channel like all that
2: kind of stuff it's a I'm, I'm thinking about now I wasn't relating this one to the things that you're saying about the you know, but it, it yeah. works definitely.
1: That's what I would call my distant frequencies. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe from another universe, yeah, but from yeah. the things that stimulate me from my distant or like... Like
2: a distant past that was your life, past, but it's not your life anymore. But the, it yeah, affects like you.
1: Living it vicariously through the media that I see... Of the other people that lived it like on TV, like I was saying, like the fashion, uh, fashion world, like all these, just just cable TV in the US and other other countries, like spring break TV, um, public access, like the cheaper, like more Uh like hometown or like um, local cable Ah oh, wow. Like um, uh, Alex. Maybe,
2: no. Okay, okay.
1: Okay. Alex from Pacific Plaza Records. He's been on the show and he talks about that sometimes. And he did a record or something about one of it, like a local TV station that did um news reports and whatnot on this one area in the town or something like that. He's gonna hate me for getting it wrong. <laughs> but it's that sort of thing. Like that's that's those that's the frequencies.
2: That's a the, unique the point of view. Perfect yeah. India, Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? it I really like that. It. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. You should make your own vaporwave music if you have these kind of scenarios in your mind. Trust me. I do. I
1: I just don't think it's good enough yet. I'm still working on it.
3: Mm, if you need some help. I've talked help, about just... one of
1: the songs on the show before. Oh. So maybe I'll send it to you. I yeah. like, I like um, the approach that you take i think we have a similar mindset there
2: yeah very trippy creepy you say very dry, trippy.
1: dreamy trippy, as well. trippy too <laughs> yeah i like to trip yeah so you have a Star Fox menu theme on this record as well yeah sentimental yeah. remix yeah i guess that's an artist right no it's
2: it's like <laughs> sentimental is is like a mix between sentimental and eternal Send maternal, I read that yeah. wrong. Fuck.
1: Okay, because I, like, v- I saw VHS Dreams, right? And I uh, think that's a Vaporwave
2: artist, VHS Dreams. Uh, yeah, v- VHS, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like one of the biggest um, artists in uh, Synthwave. Have you ever heard yeah, about synth, him? Yeah,
1: Synth, right. Future 80s yeah, records.
2: Yeah. I think that is the owner of Pool Records. Do you know Pool Records? Pool, I do not. Pool Records. And um, he's doing Synthwave at the moment. Mm-hmm. He did Synthwave, but... Um,
1: so this is maybe before he started doing Synthwave. This is your
2: own thing, VHS Dreams. Maybe, no, no, no. The, the name was VHS Dreams, but he was doing Synthwave. Yeah. But I, I really liked the production that he was making. And I, I asked him, are you making Vaporwave? And he was telling me, "Yes, Tommy, I make him vaporwave, and but obviously I'm a synthwave artist, but I produce some kind of vaporwave. So if you want, we can do this this remix." I asked this remix to him, and uh, he sent me this remix, and I think it's is great. It's it's really nice because it sounds more vaporwave than the than the original track. To be honest, mm, yeah, and uh, it's really dreamy, really ethereal, yeah. And uh, I really like like that. But it's a thing that is not producing vaporwave anymore because the track right. was really good in my opinion. Really, really good. Do you want to play it real quick? Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it up. Okay.
1: <laughs> let's change let's do, let me change my shit. Yeah. So Scent Maternal, is that an artist, or that was your thing?
2: No, your no, remix? it was like um It was like a eternal sentimental remix. It was like um, it's it's not an artist. It was like a sentimental remix (laughs) because it was like by me, yeah. Because it was like um, that. That song recalls the past. No, it recalls the 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 memories of the childhood that helps Mm. you in difficult moments. Mm-hmm. So basically there was like this Star Fox menu. It was like an amazing song. And basically what I did, I take the track and I pimped that <laughs> because I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I had some polyphony. I made like a, how do, you, how do you call it? A remaster of the track.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's like a remastered version of the, of the original mm-hmm. track with delay, polyphony, stereo effects. And some kind of drums, cheesy drums. Yeah. Cheesy, <laughs> That's drum. great though. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like um,
1: what you were saying about reminding you of a comfortable childhood, sort of, yeah. to yeah. take you out of con- Or the, to, not to paraphrase. Um, because when I, I I've been watching YouTube for a long time, and I see here and there, YouTube content creators will make. The ending of their video, or sometimes just randomly in their video, they'll have like a cute menu theme from an mm-hmm. old video game, like mm-hmm. Super Mario World Two: Yoshi's Island. Oh wow! Like, yeah, it's not super well known, kind of obscure. Like a lot of people have played that game, but a lot of people haven't. Yeah, and it's a great game. Go play it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so yeah, I uh, that 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 cuts to the core of me every time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because suddenly you you hear this this music now, and maybe you have forgotten that you you're back in those days immediately. It's that kind of feeling that I wanted to to give you. Know? Yeah, and a lot of. And people, I love
1: I love yeah. Star Fox. So
2: yeah, that's yeah. oh. And have you checked the the new chapter on the, the on the NES mini? They released the the Star Fox 2 that was unreleased on the Super Nintendo. Menu. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Try it. Okay, Star Fox Two. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Star the, Fox Two ROM. Whoa, yeah, yo. man, <laughs> it's amazing. They basically they had this title that was ready, but they did they haven't released that released that, and they have yeah. released the the game with the SNES Mini, SNES Classic. You know the the nice. Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah, the little Mini one. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. it's, it's
1: Cool. This episode is a nostalgia trip. <laughs> so good. Okay, we have one more version of "Sketch of a Real World" on the record. Yeah. Um, Combo Reseller Chip Tune. Yeah. Cover. Was it, that was by you as well? I imagine.
2: No, no, that was made by Combo Reseller. That was like a okay a member of the Vaporwave Nights Collective and
1: Vaporwave Nights Collective.
2: Uh, yeah. And it was like the, the Vaporwave Collective that we found uh, f- founded in yeah. 2015. And uh, there were me, Quadratox, uh, Combo Reseller, uh, uh, okay, Cora, uh, Android Apartment, uh, Bloodwave, Later joined Electric Dreams, yeah. Oculus Drift, all the Italian Vaporwave producers and combo reseller was making vaporwave and uh, electronic music and um he liked the uh, you know the it felt like a a chiptune 8-bit feeling in the in the track so I said, mm-hmm. i will make an 8-bit chiptune remix of that track <laughs> and it was nice really nice it seems like straight from a from a nes game
1: yeah and so, uh, when you were making this record, did you sort of plan all that out, like that you would have these different video game sort of style remixes, remix from another artist?
2: No, basically, no. I I, I haven't different planned. different styles. Yeah, I haven't planned anything because I thought if I want a remix from one one person, it have to be personal. So I I send the track to the to the these people to to George to which has streams. And to Ignacio, to combo sender, and I say, dude, do what you want with this track. It would be a remix in the album. So basically, they were like a version, very personal version of the artists that I conducted of my tracks. And I like that. I didn't um, want, uh, you know, uh, connected some connected tracks to the, some connected um, sound of the, tr- of the tracks that they were making to, to my tracks because I wanted them to sound different. For my tracks right. yeah, 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 for sure.
1: That's a great record, man. Everybody, check it out. We played a couple songs off it. Um, yeah, three, I think it was. And now let's talk about your record. We briefly mentioned with ryuchi Aware,
2: is that yeah. right? Yeah, Raiuchi yeah. Aware. Yeah, and uh, it's my comeback <laughs> after like uh, five years. Five, four or five years? Yeah. Five years, yeah. I, I basically had like a pause from producing stuff. To be honest, I produced some tracks with Quadratox and electric teams, and we made um, a split one. It's a split AP. You can find it on uh, Quadratox's uh, website. And I also made some tracks with him, and you can find it on this uh, on website. And, uh, after all these years, I came up with the, this album and I wanted like to make, um, a duet with this artist that, that is from Japan and is making like very, very loafy vaporwave. Mm. And uh, we made this, this mix between my sound and this new sound that is like a sort of like very loafy house and, uh, You can recognize my tracks because they are, they have like the same mood of Starlona and the two tracks of the, of Yurisha White are more house oriented. And there is one track that was made uh, as a collaboration between me and him. And it's 2004 birthday. It's the last track. And And for
1: these, for this music, are you using samples that you collected yourself still and instruments? Are you using virtual instruments now? And how did you teach yourself to do
2: that? So in that uh yeah I um, I produce everything so basically uh, um, in the two tracks that I made uh, I haven't used any sample so everything that is on that on that two tracks is made with uh, hardware or recordings or drum kits that I made. Okay. Yeah. I've produced it with uh, an Acer Uh, A-S-R-X, that is like a sampler from Ensoniq, 1998, it was made in 1998, very powerful Mm. sampler. And I used FL Studio, Ableton, uh, an SP-404 for some effects, and uh, that's it, some VST, and uh, yeah, that's it. A whole bunch of stuff, yeah. Sounds from everywhere. It's like a mix of uh, you know I like really gritty sounds uh, and loafy sounds so I I don't need you know the fancy equipment uh, yeah. high quality equipment I really like the gritty sound mm-hmm. where you can hear
1: that, that, that production stuff. style lends itself well to vaporwave eh yeah <laughs> and um, how did how do you sort of figure out how to like do everything you're saying you still do it on your own you always did how do you find your challenge yourself to learn new techniques and whatnot improve your
2: sound yeah and that is that is a good question and you know what in the, i'm i'm trying to what i'm doing now is like uh trying to learn to play the piano the first beginning nice and start playing live you know and the way that i think that will help me improving in also my production. is like collaborating more with other artists, yeah. sharing tips, you know, production ways, production yeah. methods. And I'm doing that crawling around the Facebook groups and Facebook communities. For example, I in in SP404 Freaks group, and I take a lot of tips and a lot of inspiration from the guys that are producing with SP. 404, mm-hmm. and I'm also in some in Sonic uh, groups, and I'm trying to um, improve a bit my my sound because I want it that I want to sound more and even more like I want to sound. I have to work it out a bit more because I think that yeah. I I want to bring my sound some somewhere else, you know. And mm. uh, I think the collaboration is the key, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that
1: you're... It'll, it'll certainly expedite the process, I think.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, you can feel that because as a musician, the more you play with other you know, other guys and the more jigs you play, the more experience you have and you can learn from everything you see and you, you do every day. Yeah, you
1: kind of absorb the, the qualities of the people that surround you.
2: Yeah, it's like a sharing, you know. You give your, your experience and you receive something back. It's like mm-hmm. uh, an exchange. So I think that I will collaborate a bit more with other artists. Also here nice. in London. Yeah. I really hope to find uh, some Vaporwave artists here in London because they don't doesn't seem to be a lot of Vaporwave artists here. So maybe I can make a, you know, a Craigslist uh, here on the yeah. radio. <laughs> yeah. A Craigslist message for every Vaporwave producer in London. If you want to get in touch, yes, yeah. get in touch.
3: Let's
1: And how? What's the best way for people to get in touch with you?
2: Well, of course, uh, uh, the Instagram page, Facebook page. Uh, I'm not using SoundCloud now a lot, but I'm checking the messages, of course. So, yeah, the Instagram and Facebook are the main, you know, the main the main place to, call. Okay, of
1: course, cool. every. Note taken. I will put those links in the description, my friend. Thanks a lot. So do you, I guess maybe this is a tricky question for you. Yeah. But I want to talk about discipline and how you think you sort of discipline yourself to make a record when you you want to make one. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's a tricky question. And yeah,
1: because you know... That not just make a record, you know, make this individual songs and the whole, mm-hmm. the whole journey. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that, mm, well, I think that mm, if you want to produce a song, if you say, today I want to make some music, this is, I'm talking for me,? Eh? because everyone is mm-hmm. different, of course. But for me, if I wake up and I say, today I want to make some music, it will not happen at all <laughs> because it's like um, it's, music for me is something that comes from um, a feeling, an inspiration. No. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm feeling that the, the discipline is to follow your, your real being. Because, for example, I've changed a lot in five years. So, for Starloma, what I did is like I sit at my PC with instruments and I start producing. And I was following the inspiration, the vibe, chilling and focusing only on music. And uh, what I did uh, at that time, it uh, was simply um, use loudspeaker just to get into the, the sound, into mm. the sonic vibe, you know, the same things when you play guitar and you want, you need a good amplifier to to feel the vibe and the sound yeah. of the guitar. No. Get those hairs to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> so... The basic things that I was doing was like that. So following the sound and the ideas keep coming in my mind. Obviously, I had some inspiration, but every day was like following something different. What I do, what I'm doing now, because with time, you realize that you cannot always have inspiration, you know, and what I do to discipline myself is like to stop and take a break from the everyday life and start to connect into my inner self and listen to what I have to say. And when I'm, when I'm focused, I stay with my PC, with my samplers, and I'm starting to, to translate these feelings into sounds.
1: Mm -hmm. And how do you, how do you work out? Do you like wait for the sound to match a feeling that you're trying to feel?
2: No, I'm, I'm trying to, because I have like some melodies in my mind when I'm, when I'm calm and when I reach that state of, you know, calmness and awareness, no? Yeah. So basically what I do, uh, I I listen to some melodies. I have these melodies in my head. I have this sound in my head. So it comes naturally to me to find like some synthesizer sounds some or some samples that can become what I'm hearing in my mind. And I'm following this, mm-hmm. this vibe. Wow. And what what I do usually is like, turn off all the kind of instant messaging that i hear <laughs> because you know with that sounds and with that they interact with your mind basically yeah it's like um it's like having like a beautiful woman that comes to you you of course you you step <laughs> you want to you want to yeah. check. yeah of course no <laughs> this kind of um, sounds of the cell phones, Android, iPhone, all the application are are like really bad for my inspiration because they distract me a lot. And I think that it kind of
1: removes you from your meditative state.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's the same for everyone. Yeah. If they produce music with a... Focus. With a focus. Yeah. So what I did now is like following this kind of vibe that I have and trying to... To match the, the things that I have in my head with samplers, with Ableton and with FL Studio, doing recordings or producing music, producing sorry sounds and sonic scenarios with DC.: I don't know if it makes sense, but it's like
1: very... It, it makes so much sense. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Most people I ask that question don't have something like that. They, they kind of just sit down and say, okay, it's time to do this. Mm-hmm. Like... They allot a specific time for it, mm-hmm. and they know they're going to go do it mm-hmm. later in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody, but that's what I hear the most mm-hmm. often.
2: But it's like a uh,
1: meditation, that's really organic.
2: Yeah. Ah, thanks. But uh, also that kind of um, approach that you were talking about now—it's like in a different way. If you think about it, it's a sort of um, meditation as well because you know the time when you have to start uh, and from that. That kind of that time, you're focused on music. Maybe can be seen like a you know, a method. But yeah. maybe it gives you like some kind of focus that maybe you lack in the rest of the day. Mm. In my point of view, maybe it's just a, a time when when you start. But maybe I think that that kind of things happening is happening in the mind of the musician that takes like a a time and a moment to compose. You know
1: yeah for sure I guess it's like allotting the time that you know is going to be best to have to yourself undividedly yeah 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 yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense
2: then everyone is different so I think that everyone has its own approach of producing and it's like uh, yeah I think it's changed a lot between every person Mm -hmm. it's like a meditation to me it's like a an escape from reality so uh I go into this world made of sounds, made of, you know, soundscapes, uh, visions, and I like to deep dive in it. It's like, it's like a, yeah, it's like playing No Man's Journey, you know, the game where you go in every planet. Oh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah. No Man's Sky. So, sorry, No Man's Sky. <laughs> no
1: worries. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. So something like that. Yeah. So right. what are so, your... Yeah. Oh. I'm very curious what are your hobbies outside of music
2: production and chilling? Uh, <laughs> I I have a lot of hobbies. They are they are connected to to music in some ways. Are you vaping? Maybe. Huh? Cuz I'm vaping too. Say, had a oh, nice sound. Well,
1: I can't hear it. So that's great. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I let you listen. My too. mic is super sensitive. I have the vape like super far away. <laughs> I got a complaint one time by a very what? fine young man. He, if he's listening, he'll know who he is. So I've been doing my best to eliminate that. No, I, think that, you, yeah, I that. think
2: that you should smoke louder like this. Listen. <laughs> Take a fat rip, yo. <sighs> this is pure mental, man. Listen. Okay. Can you feel the the mental, the smell? Okay.
1: <laughs> Uh, can you hear it? Can you feel it, listeners? Yeah, this is like
2: the um, the, the smells via the Discord. is new kind of technology that only private suite magazine have in the phones. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel yeah. smells via Wi-Fi. It's amazing.
1: Tune in now. Tune in now. And uh, like, what 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 kind yeah. of hobbies specifically?
2: So, uh, I like to. Um, I like to play synthesizers, vintage synthesizers, but it's connected to the music. So I don't think it's, it's a good mm-hmm. you know, reply.
1: Well, uh, do you get, mm-hmm. I imagine you get very nerdy with it and know all the little details about different models from different
2: manufacturers, from different yeah, years. Yeah, and... yeah, 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 yeah. Things like that, yeah. I like samplers a lot, to be honest. Samplers. I admire people that have that knowledge. Yeah. What I have to say, it's like, a, uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful passion because it's like, uh, um, it's like the passion for instruments, you know, guitar, uh, drums, bass. There are a lot of models and with a lot of um, specifics that are different. And you can also notice that from the time they were released and things like. And apart of that, I love video games as well.
1: And, yeah like what what, what yeah. let's get into the games a bit. we said we would yeah what have what have you played over the years,
2: man, I think that what I've kind played a gamer, are you, yeah, I start with tatari seven seven eight thousand, my first and, console, yeah, then I start playing p c when I was four years old about my first p c and I played like Rick dangerous, do you remember that? Rick Dangerous, no, actually. Rick Dangerous, dangerous Prince of Bertia, Zul, some kind of like a prehistoric man. The, the, the game was called Prehistoric Man. Yeah. A lot of uh shareware, you know, the free yeah. the free games that you find in floppies. And I was like a, a casual gamer because um the game that what that I was playing were casual because in my town, uh, there were no PC shops, so basically I played everything that I found from my friends, from my family, mm-hmm. things like that. And then I started playing with PS1, and I was really, really into fighting games like Dead or Alive, uh, Tekken. Uh, ah, before the yeah. PlayStation one, ah, I forgot the Game Boy, of course.
3: Oh
1: yes.
2: Yeah. I was playing with all kinds of Super Mario, uh, Street Fighter 2, Bionic Commando, Tetris, uh, Looney Tunes games, you know, the, yeah. the games from cartoons. Mm-hmm. I played, awesome. Yeah. I play a lot of stuff. Then the, the, of course the PS1, you know, the big classics or Mortal Kombat trilogy, uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh. Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, uh, Silent Hill, nice. Resident Evil, everything. I played everything. Nice, man.
1: Yeah. Castlevania. Yeah,
2: it was great. So Did you great. ever have a DS? No, because after that about uh, Game Boy Color and then I started playing emulators. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the DS, I had like the, the MAME. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. There were some amazing <laughs> Castlevania games on the DS. Um, I know. Portrait of Ruin and Order yeah. of Ecclesia. Fuck. Uh, are those games good? Oh, I guess you probably emulated those games, right?
2: No, because I, I, I trust me, I never played a Nintendo DS. I think. Oh, I've dang. There, I, <laughs> I have to play something because it's the only one of the, of the few consoles that I never played. Because i it was like a, a period in my uh, a moment in my life that I only played retro games, only played, for example, the the mm-hmm. CPS one, CPS two, uh, the arcade games, you know, Capcom yeah. Play System one, two, the um, first era games, Vectrex, uh, Commodore sixty four, and I think I've played all this. I think I've played all the games from the NES one and all the games from this NES. All the games from Neo Geo. <laughs> All of them. All of them, man. All of them. Holy
1: shit, balls.
2: All of them. All of them. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, <laughs> man,
1: dude.
2: It was like that.
1: We could talk. I got. We could talk about old. Ga- Did you ever play the game Ardy Lightfoot?
2: What I, I don't understand the pronunciation in this. Sorry. Whatever.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Ardy Ardy Lightfoot. It's RD like an Lightfoot. orange orange cat sort of A R D Y. Lightfoot, that I'll send you a picture of the cover of the game. That's a great game. Um, If you haven't played that, you haven't played them all. It was, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It was on Super Nintendo. Very good, RD Lightfoot. If anyone's played that, shouts out to you. Yes, I don't know
2: RD Lightfoot
1: when it came out.
2: I remember. Yeah, yeah, I played that. I played that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: I remember the the main char.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That game had a really uh, neat, um, you know, how in old games they had like password screens where if you knew the <laughs> code, you could get to a certain part yeah. of the game. It was the like time a you died, they give you a new one.
2: Yeah, he's like the <laughs> the that's
1: Yeah, the
2: the password code for the <yo."> levels.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that game had a really neat one. I for he had to like jump around. I think he like jumped around on his tail. I think that was the main mechanic behind the, the game. game.
2: I don't uh, remember. Really yeah, heard. anyway. Because I used to play, you know, a bit uh, every day. I used to play five or four games. Wow. And I keep playing with the games that I liked and I stopped the one that yeah. I didn't. Okay, okay. <laughs> but so you not know,
1: every game, but you played them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe not
2: every game. Maybe not.
1: Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but a lot. A More lot. than most.
2: Yeah. And you, do, awesome. do you like the, the Neo Geo? The Neo Geo?
1: I Control. do. I call it Neo Geo, but I do love it. Uh, um, I still play a lot of fighting games on
2: Fightcade. Oh, man. I was on Discord before because I was planning to start a game playing with Windjammers, you know? Yeah. And it's on Fightcade. Exactly. Am I wrong? I think it is. Wow.
1: Let me check. I'll open wow. it up right now. Yeah. Um, mostly like Garu. Mark of the Ninja. Yeah, Mark of the Ninja. And Street Fighter, Street Fighter Turbo. Wow. 1996, maybe. I'm- windjammers. Let's see. I'm, oh I'm logged in, yeah. Flying disc game, it says That's
2: amazing. Yeah, good old wind jammers. Yeah,
1: that was like the the it was kind of like soccer with frisbees, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm playing that since it came out from nineteen ninety. I think Crazy. I played with one with one one one. Oh, oh nice. Friends. And uh, sheepy Chippy is like a, f- a friend of mine. Huh? His name is Chippy. yeah, and we play with him.
1: Oh, like... I thought you're talking about sheepy from Private Suite.
2: Ah, no, 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 <laughs> it's, it's the same name, by the way. Amazing, yeah. And we played like for like six years every day with this game. And I think I'm gonna, you guys work. must be good. Man, we were thinking to, to start playing again too, for the world championship. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like big dreams, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll get all the ladies for that.
2: <laughs> you know, doing this um, this podcast is amazing.
1: I'm so happy to have met you. It's very nice, man. I hope we continue talking.
2: Yeah, we could talk for eight hours, man. <laughs> I seriously, I, have to say I think so. It's it's my first time that I do a podcast. You know, like something like a radio not program. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed this. Really enjoyed it because it's nice. like, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I hope it was. I hope it was uh, everything you thought it would be. I try and make yeah, it a little course. more special and different than a regular interview.
2: Ah, thanks, but it was you really know? nice. Yeah, really, it's like two friends talking. You know,
1: yeah. That's exactly. the beauty of the but, thing. <laughs> but getting to know each other yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I ever come to London, I'm going to hit you up for sure. Of course, of course, man. Okay, what question should I... Yeah, Let me get another swig of beer while I think of a question.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have time, so don't worry. We can go on. It's not a problem for the time.
1: I guess we didn't really talk about what Vaporwave you listened to. Like you said, you didn't, at the beginning at least, listen to much. But you're heavily involved with all of these different artists back in 2015, especially the Italian, the other Italian artists. So, um, like, what what music did you discover in Vapor over the years? What are your favorites? Maybe what are you
2: listening to now? At the beginning, uh, I remember really clearly the first or you know, the first artists. But the, um, I remember Pega on Trix Point Never uh, and... Uh, a lot of artists have like weird names with Japanese, you know, fonts inside, and I cannot remember the name now. And um, artists were coming and go like, you know, like the waves in, in the sea. They're coming and go. They produce something and they they went away. But in the beginning, the um, I remember very clearly that I was not inspired, inspired directly from vaporwave but I was inspired more from Witch House. Do you remember mm-hmm. Witch House? Sim-
1: yeah, similar. I actually didn't learn about it until after I started this podcast, embarrassingly.
2: Ah, wow. Ah. No, but, it, but it's normal, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but I I think it's awesome. Speaking of Witch House, Sheepy, speaking of Sheepy, <laughs> uh, she she loves Witch House. I yeah. think that's how she got into Vaporwave.
2: Yeah. It was like... um. Also Claims Casino, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Claims Casino. And the first collective that I've heard, huh, and I was listening to them, it was SPF 420. Nice, yo. It was like one of the first shows that gives something special to the internet people that were listening. That kind of do you,
1: what What happened to SPF 420?
2: Man, I really don't know. I really don't know because... I remember that at one point, the only name that I can remember was DJ PayPal, maybe.
1: Not particularly. I have a terrible memory,
2: though. So. No, but man, because, you know, we are talking about 2014, uh, 2013, yeah. it's like seven years ago, five years ago. So I don't know, man, because they were, they were like a group of friends at the, at the end. Uh, they were organizing these big parties with live uh, performance and uh, mm, crazy yeah and i don't know where they are now to be honest yeah because i remember of, it was liz i don't know if you We that. have to check we have to check i definitely go and check some other some some shows from them because now i really don't remember it i i i, I wasn't preparing anything for from for this interview so pop something <laughs> in my mind you know spf 420 yeah. you know 20 mm-hmm that's the special name no it was a special special era yeah special. (laughs) and I was listening to them uh, to um, also to I remember very very nicely Infinity Frequencies
1: oh fuck yeah dude one of my favorites of all time yeah I own everything that he's uh, in his name
2: yeah that was really weird was really nice and uh Obviously, I listen to all my colleagues, you know, the Italian people. Quadrato X is like the most experimental of, of our collective. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I love the dreamy vaporwave of electric dreams. It's like yeah. the, a master of, of vapor trap as well. They invented also na- nature wave. They invented new genre. That really? I, oh, shit. It's featured yeah. Nature wave was also um, featured on band. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I listened to a bit. I would call that that Earth Earth album, Nature Wave by Corp.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That one other alias he has. They have like the remember that? he put, the same Earth Earth. Thing. He put he put the record out on his new label, Her- Hereth Records. Uh, what what release are you talking about? Uh, Earth Earth. It's Cat Corp's alias.
2: Ah, uh, so He's also he's um, also the uh, nature. It's the same? Genre. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: that's kind of like I knew nature. I've heard some stuff and then when I was talking to Cat Corp, I was like, "Oh yeah, nature it's like a whole thing." Then I searched it on Bandcamp and I was like, "Oh god, okay." Yeah.
2: It was like uh it was like a small trip of these guys and started, you know, producing this wave this it's like ambient mixed with vapor with, with nature sounds. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. It's a it's
1: amazing how the music, so much music made over the years since 2010, so much of it, like this nature wave genre, for example, being created way back and then lost almost because of the, uh, maybe the new, the new waves of fans of vapor wave coming in and not knowing where to find that or not having it exposed to them. And then the people that know it, a lot of them like, changing interests in music and not staying in Vaporwave or just not sharing that album
2: for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's feel bad. Yeah. Because there were a lot of micro scenes that were like developing. No, but they stopped because they were like not shared or they didn't have the attention that they deserved. end yeah. And, uh, yeah, basically, at that time, I, I was listening also to to some future funk. Future funk was big, you know. Midnight Caller from... Golden Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of kind of um, vibe, you know, very... The, the original of Vaporwave. I was attracted to the, that kind of vibe, you know. Nostalgic and uh, very 80s. Now, I'm not listening to a lot of... Uh, oh. I mean... I mean, I I, um, I, don't like, for example, I don't like the, the noise genre, you know. Uh, uh, okay.
1: Because I, I'm kind of in, in the same boat there, actually. I like the melodic stuff.
2: Maybe we are, you know, from, we are born in the 80s, so we must be melodic. <laughs> <laughs> Could be part of it, yeah. So, you know, I'm listening to, obviously, my friends from Italy. And I'm following some uh, some other artists from the United States, uh, from uh, I don't know where because I don't know I don't know what where are they from. For example, I was following Electronicon on, and uh, I follow now what I'm what I'm listening to is like the mainstream of the. Yeah, I stopped diving uh, into micro scenes because I was feeling. Uh, I'm feeling that at this point we are recycling too much. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, going back and forth, uh, Mm. 10 ideas that we have developed. You know what I'm saying? But it's not a bad way, but we're stuck in a, in a moment and we have to, to jump over this, this, this decay of, of style that we have right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think that yeah, we should like we might be bring new flavors to vaporwave because we have seen it in different ways, and but we are not trying to develop the style because ac- actually it's very difficult. To, I don't know if I don't know if, if this is making sense, but we're talking about a genre that is like based on a sound that comes from nearly forty years ago now, thirty-five years old sound so basically what we need to do now and i'm talking for the people that are producing vaporwave or related you know genres is like to go out from that kind of sound and try to experiment with some other genres maybe and mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: maybe that's what the the next chapter needs
2: because i mean you know if you take the samples and you work on the samples on rhythmics on using samples melodically, you reach one point where mm, where you have to go to the extremely experimental shit, in a good yeah, and you go to ab- abstract and you lose the sure. point, lose the point of the yeah. of the genre. If we are talking about va- vaporwave, of course, and maybe the vaporwave needs to evolve in some other new genres, but in this moment, I feel that is like. Very stuck in the same ten lo- locus, you know. Pardon, yeah, ten locus. Yeah, I'm definitely
1: going to think about that uh, yeah. more after we're done the show here. That, that's. Uh,
2: but it's it's not like um, a negative point of view. It's like a it's a, it's a, bit, a bit polemical, but not in a bad way. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> no,
1: it, no, exactly. It's uh, yeah. like a D- David Lynch film,
2: Ourself. like we were talking
1: about. You know, to, to challenge.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. For
1: example, Challenge people I really discover yeah. them, their best selves.
2: Yeah.
1: I really appreciate what, what, you know, what
2: some. Like Nietzsche would say. We're going full circle. For example, I, I'm <laughs> in deep contact with my friends of the Italian collective, you no? Know? And uh, for example, Quadrato X is making a lot of research. Yeah. Now he's working on a mix between the reggaeton and vaporwave. Oh,
1: sick! I'd be into that for sure. I've I've always wanted some, for example, some reggae.
2: electric dreams. Uh, now is working on uh, making va- a new kind of vaporwave wave with different samples, not from the nineties. And uh, Cape Coral and uh, Oculus Drift, Alpha Centauri. They're trying to make something that is experimental but melodically and is listening at the same time. And Mm-hmm. I'll have to keep my eyes out for those yeah and and you know that we are always try to to make something new and actually we made the first Vaporwave night ever in 2015 it was not the, the electronic on the first one sorry George Clanton about that but I wanted to say that I wanted to say that <laughs> so I really hope that yeah. we will bring some new fresh air to the Vaporwave scene <laughs> Yeah. And I really hope that, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Dude. Vaporwave, Italy, 2020. I, I call 2020 the hero of the love, Year of the love. We are in the roaring twenties again. <laughs> so nice we have to work it out. Yeah. And I really hope that. Awesome. Yeah. That's
1: it. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I'm so glad. Uh, I'm so glad that Quadradox is continuing to make music. I remember he said uh, he was going to stop or something like that. And he he didn't. So that's
2: awesome. So so deeply then, I don't think that he's going to stop. Yeah.
1: Nice. Tell tell him I say hi, man. It's been a while since I've talked to him. We used to talk a
2: lot. And he's really, he's always on the, you know, on the the internet. Always on the internet.
1: Yeah. I just, oh man, there's so many people. I talked to him before I joined the magazine. Since I joined, it's like fucking night. I don't have time for shit now. This guy do a lot. <laughs> I'm trying to slow it down. Get get some teammates
2: to help me out. We are a bit of the opposite because he's always on the internet. He's always uh, putting his music. But uh, and and for example, me, I'm not posting anything. Yeah, I. Seem- I'm not really present on the. Web. I was not really present on the web, like like him. I mean, and
1: mm-hmm. well, it seems like you like to. To reserve your time for it and kind of separate yourself to have your mind focused on whatever it is.
2: No, but it's more like an an approach because maybe I am, you know, I I come, you're an 87 class, so I'm, I'm an 88 class. So I'm not really used to stay a lot on the Reddit pages, on the chats that you have on the Facebook, on Discord. So maybe it's an era that is not very suitable for me. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) Maybe. I think we all just have different experiences that build us into who we are, right? But we all found Vapor somehow. So it's great to see how everybody, everyone has their own journey, like I said. So Uh, any more favorite Vapor releases?
2: Inspirational ones. Inspirational ones. Uh, Ah, I like the Ryuichi Aware. The, the guy that made the, the album with me his last release it was really nice I really really like some releases from Tomorrow Records I really like some tracks from uh, Quadrato. I'm not the guy that that um, you know listen the whole album and says the album is awesome I only like spare tracks from different artists in my opinion uh, uh the last tracks that I heard are from Quadrato and Electric Dreams. I'm really focused on that too, guys, because they have like a, a lot of talent, you know? Yeah. I need
1: to, to check out Electric Dreams discob- discography. No, not to be confused with the future funk artist E.D. Ah, no, no, it's
2: not him. Electric not Dreams?
1: Him, no, no. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just, just so that everyone, the listeners are clear.
2: And uh, I also liked a lot uh, Chris... X X X or T T T, the guy that was making um, vapor trap like me, you know, Christ. Oh, Christ T Yeah, cross, yeah, cross. Christ. Oh, how you it? Yeah, I was a yeah, great yeah, friend yeah. of Vaperor, and yeah, we used to talk a lot on Facebook because he was studying my same uh, uh, exams at university, so we used to talk a bit about university and music and things like that. I liked Vaperor a lot. And I really like the, um, as I was mentioning before, computer death kind of infinity frequencies, you know, infinity frequencies mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Aircuts for men yeah, and uh, you know the the old school stuff. Nice. And uh, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what? I really, really love also grayscale sound. He's a guy yeah. from uh, from USA. You know him.
1: No, I'll say it again.
2: Grayscale sound. Grayscale sound. Yeah. No, no, no. He was like he's a guy from USA and I made a track with him a lot of time ago and he was making like really really sick vapor trap beats. Check it out because he's amazing. And okay. uh, another great artist was Saiba ninety eight. Saiba ninety eight. And mm, this guy was like a particular one because he had like some serious problem with depression and, uh, you know, the things that maybe all vaporwave artists goes <laughs> through: depression and uh, isolation from friends. And uh, he had serious problem huh, with that. And to mm-hmm. cope with this yeah. sadness, yeah, he he made this album and. They were like out of this world,
1: really. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking at his stuff here on uh OKO Sound. Organic Android is the album. Yeah, I'll check his stuff out too. I'll link it as well. Every, every everybody.
2: I'm really glad that uh, that you find that because you have some kanji in the name, and I struggle every time to to find his name. But apparently now they're...
1: Yeah, yeah I'm I'm pr- I'm pretty good at okay. that actually for my <laughs> okay. research. I've had to develop a few tricks. Nice. Ah, clever, man. All these interviews, it's, it gets tricky.
2: Um, yeah, <laughs> I like the, mostly the Vapor Drop thing. Yeah. You know, Blank Banshee, of course, and Vapor Drop. I like that kind of sound. They were like me, Blank Banshee, uh, Fujita Scale, uh, that kind of things, you know, Grayscale Sound. Uh, I like the con. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's great, man. I'll definitely check a lot of that stuff out. Yeah, they're they're
2: nice. They're nice.
1: Thank you. <clears throat> and hopefully your if any of your fans are listening, they will uh learn where your sound where your inspirations can come from. So one last question before we wrap up. Do you have any upcoming things that you could talk about or tease that fans can look
2: forward to? Uh yeah, I'm I'm saying it now just very op in a very open way. <laughs> and the second part of Starloma. And uh, a lot of people that I know are, are waiting for the for the second part of the of the album because it will be a trilogy. Nice. Three part. Yeah. I'm talking about this a lot with Quadratos and the guys of the of the collective and I'm always, you know, saying that I need some more time, some more time to produce this because I really wanted to do something special. And I really think that it will be out very soon, less than two months maybe, because I've already worked on the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already worked on tracks and I have to finish some, uh, some details of the tracks, but it's coming out really, really soon. And uh, I really hope to make another collaboration with Ryuichi. And uh, I'm planning a collaboration also with Electric nice. Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. The 2020 will be the year of the come. It's a, it's a comeback year. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah.
1: So, everybody, check out Starloma on Instagram. Starloma official is his Insta. And uh, his band camp is starloma.bandcamp.com. Also, Tomorrow Entertainment with the release on there, and also the Quadradox.bandcamp.com split. DP, yeah. Split one. Yeah. DP. Yeah. And SoundCloud. Yeah. For, uh, well, Windjammer 95 as well. Yeah. 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 Awesome, dude. Thank you. Well, thanks you, man. so much for coming on the Thank show again. Thank you so much. It was a I had a lot of fun. I had it was a very time. chill, very calming. I think I'm going to go meditate and go to sleep. <laughs>
2: Yeah, listen to Starloma with earphones.
1: Yeah, dude. I hope you have a good sleep. You are what, it's three, over 3 a.m. now, so you deserve it.
2: Yeah, it's 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to check a bit of videos on YouTube. then. I'm gonna... Nice. Sweet man. Thanks a lot, India. Cool.
1: Well, I'll talk Thanks to you soon. Thanks a lot, India. Oh, no problem, Thanks dude.
2: Thanks a lot. Anytime, yeah. Thanks. Have a good one. Hi, Private Sweet Magazine. Thank you for the interview.
1: <laughs> Our pleasure. Good night, everybody.
2: Good night. (laughs) Cheers.
0: For listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at private Suite Pod. You can also find the magazine on Twitter and Instagram at private Suite Mag and on Facebook at facebook.com slash private mag. Check out the magazine and our online articles at PrivateSuiteMag.com. To get physical magazines as well as the latest news on anything private sweet, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash private suite mag. If you want to be heard on the next Private Suite podcast, leave a voicemail for us at 412-44-VAPOR, and we'll feature your questions on our next group discussion. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.